this is Chris from the Ticket Stub. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Get on the telephone with your girlfriend. Your conversation, baby, ain't got no end. You yaggity, 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 yaggity all the time. You keep on talking, baby, drive me out of my mind. You talk too much. I can't believe the things that you say. All right, good morning, Montgomery County. Lone Star Community Radio with Mornings Lone Star has begun. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. You're listening on IRLoneStar.com Worldwide or Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. It is Tuesday, April 17th, tax day. The tax day cometh. Yes. 64 degrees outside. 86 is going to be the high. 62 is going to be the low. Get in touch with us during the show on Facebook.com slash MWLoneStar. Look us up. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. All that kind of good stuff. Smoke signals. So, and then we're also broadcasting live from downtown Conroe, Texas, right next to Conroe Coffee, who is a sponsor, along with Centurion Wealth Advisors and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Thank you to those guys. It's the middle of the month almost. I guess it is the middle of the month. The Ides of April. Well, yeah. yes, yeah, the 15th were, were the Ides of yeah. April. Okay. We're just, we're just zipping through this year. I, I really hope this isn't an age thing. As I get older, like the years seem to be going faster. I'm hoping it's just a... A trend that's going to change, not the rest of my life. Well, yeah, you have you also ugh, you've also had a busy like I don't know ten months, <laughs> yeah, right? So maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's your brain going, "We're going to get through this by making you forget time, making it feel faster than it is." That you, I think that's a really good uh, thought on that. That that would work. Thank you. Thank you. It's like uh, what's that movie with Adam Sandler? Quick, my brain is the remote control that just. Trying to fast forward. I guess. Forward. Yeah. I mean, if you want to say it like that. <laughs> but uh, what else is going on? Well, as you said, it's Tuesday already. We're deep into spring. More and more activities locally are happening. We'll talk about those later. Uh, music, fest, uh, family outing stuff, uh, elections coming up, more, more than just one round of them. So a lot of more outdoorsy stuff going on there. Which feels good. Tons of stuff happening. Well, that's one thing I was a little afraid of because I know Saturday is our big cook-off day. Mm -hmm. And it looks like it might rain. But that's kind of like the general fear of everybody. Well, that's never stopped uh, eating ribs before. That's true. So uh, we're uh, going to – I'm kind of excited just to see what the outcome is because this is a big event. 143 teams are going to be out at the county fairgrounds. One more team. uh, That would be a gross. So. 144 is a grossed. Twelve dozen. Thank you. That's your useless trivia of the day. No, I figured the Ides of March was the useless trivia of the yeah, day. You, but, you got a you two know. for one there. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to be out there, actually, live broadcast. And then this week it's free till Thursday to mm-hmm. go out to the McGovern County Fair, mcfa.org. We're out there on Friday. Had a great day and got to kick off all the events with the special education. Today's actually uh, Senior Citizen Day, and I believe some, some schools are going there today, I believe, because I know the pet parades today. That's right, the pet parade. I, I want to see that. Hopefully, they'll have videos or photos of that. But uh, yeah, that's what's going on over there. I know. Is there any other events going on? Elephant Man started over at Stage Right. Uh, yeah, next door at the Crichton Theater. It's it's going into its second weekend this weekend. Audiences are raving. You know, this is one of those uh, make you think. 
plays. Uh, so no no explosions, no big orchestras, but just some real in-your-face uh, uh, contemplative. It's really good good show. And then coming up soon in just a couple of weeks, we're going to have Kiss Me Kate across the street at the Owen Theater. Opens up on May 4th. And tickets are on sale. Tickets are, are getting sold already. So you already have too much stuff going on. Well, I've just I've watched Elephant Man, but I'm not like in it or anything. Well, you're doing your play. Uh huh. When's that play opening? May the fourth, Star Wars Day. So, May the fourth. So that'll be fun. So get your tickets to both these shows. Lots of good artistic no, type stuff going on. I'm gonna tell you not to go do that. You're not? No, just don't go do that. Don't go. Don't to waste it. your time with that. People stuff. do not support the local arts. Yeah, just, just, don't worry about it. Yeah. Go go to a fancier place. Go to New York. Spend the money and go to New <laughs> yeah, York. Yeah, the money you'd spend on a community theater ticket. Hop a JetBlue to. LaGuardia, <laughs> Uber over to no, Broadway. Man. So we know uh, this is the uh, the last month for. Can you register right now for voting? I believe so. I believe. You can, I think you have a couple more days, right, to register. Because yes, the first it's quick. The, the first upcoming voting will be in Conroe. Will be May uh, May fifth, right? Is that Conroe's? Yeah, May fifth is Conroe's. The now the uh, runoff for the Montgomery County positions from the from the March. Uh, election. You mean the commissioners position. Right, there are that's, two runoff That's in May. That's like, I think... That's, that's later May, right? I, I'm not sure. I, I think you had to have been re registered for the first one to vote in, in the runoff. I'm not sure. But if you go to mctx.org slash election, and that's singular, not plural, I found out, it, it has a full calendar there of, of when you can register, uh, when you can't, when and where early voting goes on. It's much like a, a regular election, there's early voting. When it comes to a general election, uh, when it comes to a runoff election. So if you can't be there the day of, hit one of the early voting locations. Get it taken care of. Oh, I thought you were looking it up. I am. Oh, okay. I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, there's a lot more information. Yeah, the joint election is May 5th. So you have to, uh, deadline to register for vote for that is April 5th. So too bad for those folks. Yep. So uh, if you register to vote for Conroe, get ready for May the 5th. That's Saturday. Uh, yeah. Go vote and then celebrate by coming to Kiss Me Kate that evening. Yeah. See how I did that? You don't have to go to that. <laughs> how are things turning out for that? Because you are directing it. I am directing it. It's, uh, it's a, a lot of moving pieces because you have music, you have singing, you have dancing, you have uh, acting. And then you also have, uh, it's a show within a show. It's a Shakespeare show within a comedy. Okay. So you have to do Shakespeare and 1940s comedy on top of everything else. So most of the most of the actors play two different characters. They play their 1940s, I'm an actor and I'm going to put on The Taming of the Shrew. And then they have to play the Shrew characters. And so it really stretches, it's stretching everybody. We were, we were there late last night in a rehearsal. And, uh, but... This is how how my cast rocks. Uh, we went like an hour over. It was like after 10 o'clock at night when we stopped, but they were still there learning their dance steps. This is big Hollywood musical stuff. You know, some musicals are smaller. You know, next season, the Owens putting on Godspell, which is an awesome play, but it's, it's small. It's smaller. You only have a, a half dozen or so actors. Kiss Me, Kate is right out of the, you know, 1940s, 1950s, big silver screen musical era. So we're you know we're trying to convey that a lot of bright colors and, and big uh, big music. So yeah, that was a 
That was an exclamation point to my statement. I didn't, you didn't really sell me there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think Elephant Man might be my one play. I'll go see. Okay. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. You need, to, you need to get in a little if, better mood. If man. you see one movie this year, see Star Wars. Otherwise, if you're going to see a second one. You know, speaking of that, you know what we're doing for the ticket sub on Sunday? We're going to be doing Rampage. Okay, now this this and is based gonna, on Rampage, the 1980s I, video game. You know, I used funny, to play. I don't know if it is or isn't. I think it. I think it. The might monster be, looks like one of them. Might be. Yeah, but they. I've not seen like. I guess they're not touching the from the acclaimed video game from your childhood. They're not doing that at all. Well, it wasn't that acclaimed. It was a feed. You know, feed a quarter. Well, in. I don't know about that. It no, was pretty acclaimed. I mean, they. I would say it was more than Donkey Kong, but it was less. In the than, late '80s, that was a no, that was like one of the well, be, better known games across the board. Right, but come 1989, no one it was gone. It's like Space Ace or Dragon's Lair, the cartoon, the the two cartoon but ones. People still know what it is, and then probably probably played it. Well, I think they just say, hey, "Look, this is up on the open market. Let's go yeah. for it." But, but, you know, you go ahead, please. But, yeah, we're going to be watching on Sunday. You also join us for the first screening on Sunday at the Grand Theater. And then right after the show, we're going to be exiting and doing the podcast right there and there in the theater. Oh, that's awesome. So. You can have, like, audience participation there, too? Maybe. I don't know how. I mean, we had to choose a time that worked for everybody, and that was, unfortunately, the only time that worked. So, no. I was like, how many people show up to a theater on Sunday at, like, 1 o'clock? Well, that, that's so. the thing. I've been to some movies where I just knew, you know, we were going to get sold out. It was going to get sold out. And I was like the only person in there. So what's going to happen if this is one of those showings? Well, Rampage actually got number one last weekend. Oh, I'm, I'm, it's so, not a... Not a, uh, a uh, so maybe they'll get a second week boost because we were like, hey, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I saw one of the monsters in it. It's kind of like the silver spiky bird monster. And that's right out of the video game. So... It's going to be interesting. Uh, interesting sure. indeed. So Sunday at one o'clock, yeah, you're going to watch the movie and then do the pot, do a live podcast or just record it. Just for, record it. Okay, record a podcast afterwards. Let me see what my Sunday looks like. I'm going to have to pop us. in there. Yeah, and this matinee prices though, right? Yeah. Because I don't know if I can bring myself to pay full price. For man, uh, so picky. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, other than that, that's what we got going on this week. So don't forget, we have our live remote this uh, Saturday all day, and then we uh, the Tick Sub is going to be recording their show on busy Sunday. weekend. We're yeah. getting, and we're getting uh, more and more out of the uh, out of the studio, getting out in the community. Uh, Friday the twenty seventh, we're going to be out the Blackwood Gun Club. Yeah, and uh, so when you hear gunshots in the background, that's not people just rightfully getting sick of hearing Dick and I coming after us. It's it's people shooting clay pigeons. So PETA, don't freak out. They're 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 clay frisbees. They're like the uh, you know Home Depot, the little uh, uh, flower pot holders. And that's what's getting shot all day long. You think we can get in on that? I really think we should rent out our services because they're looking for teams of four, by the way, and they have a de uh, special deal going on. If you go to emergencychaplain.org or emmachap.org, E-M-C-H-A-P, or just call Blackwood Gun Club and tell them you want to be a team member. You don't have to get the full team of four, but if you're you're solo, go on because uh, Dick and I will be there and we'll rent our services out to be your your ringer shooter. Can you shoot, Dick? Yeah. Of course. Okay. Can you shoot well? Yeah. I hit my target every time. What's your target? Whatever I'm shooting at. You're like dead eye? Yeah. Dead eye Schistler? Okay. Challenge accepted. It's on. So, yeah, get a team of two going so Dick and I can go head to head. As members on the opposite teams. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Smackdown. Well, we got to say a special thanks to our sponsors real quick for our short sponsor break. 
Our music breaks can come up next. If you have a song request, let us know. 936-647-3776 is the message line. Or on top of that, you know what you can do? What can you do? Message on Facebook. What? NW Lone Star. No way. We'll be right back here on IRLoneStar.com. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. Welcome back. Morning, Lone Star. It's April 17th right now. Don't forget tax day. We're going to keep saying that until you do your taxes, folks. You got till midnight to submit that. I always wonder, like, when they do the midnight kind of request, is mm-hmm. somebody actually there? Yes. Uh, or is it just, not it all just post office. It just needs to be time stamped. It needs to be time stamped. And so, like, in Houston, the, the general post office that was in downtown Houston, they'd have postal workers with, with the, the uh, stamps. And as long yeah. as you were in line, they would go, you know, in your car, they would they would stamp it for you and, and accept it. Now, not was everyone this, does was that. Was this like 50 years ago? No, this was up until recently. I haven't been there recently, so they could still be doing it. I do all my stuff online. Well, most people do. So I don't know if, like, it's just time stamped that way, I guess. Did me. But that, uh, um... Okay. Bo- uh, yeah, here, my, here. my brain just freezes. No, the, Killing uh, me here to you. <laughs> No, as more and more people do the uh, online stuff, the post office is finding itself every day more and more in need of justifying its existence. So I would be surprised if the post office still doesn't have the the midnight alternative to filing with, you know, your online tax program. Because you you can even use, uh, as long as your extension request is received by midnight, that's okay. Okay. So here's the thing. Work on your taxes as best you can. If it's like 1130 tonight's rolling around, there's no way you're going to do it. Just if you're online, go to or just go to Tax Act or one of those ones and the Turbo. And they usually let you do it for free or maybe for like five bucks to ask for the extension. And mm-hmm. they'll submit it for you. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people fret. I remember when I was doing my first, uh, I guess I, was, I don't think I was 16 at the time. I don't know when it was. When I started, I got, when I got my first job and you had to do all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. just, and my dad's kind of like, well, you got to do it yourself. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, wow. I got to figure this out. But it was, real, it was real basic. So, I mean, I haven't Back got, then it was probably the easy form. Yeah. I mean, it, it was strange to me is, I guess, as the more, the older you get, sometimes the more complex tax returns you'll, you'll do. But right now, I still keep, keep it simple. I mean, I'm trying to encourage Holly to, did, should, she should have married me last year so I could count it for this year. She, well, that's the thing, getting married... But, so late this year, there, it, it's um, the first time I got married was January the third, and part of that was we have the whole year, yeah, to to, to, to claim. do it to claim. So but not me. I'm gonna be SOL on that one. Oh but, well. Uh, well, okay. You know, another news. Let's let's go a little bit local here. I want to say a congratulations here. I'm reading in the Courier. Bren Coy of Willis 4H won the uh, the 4H program over at Willis uh, ISD. She won the grand champion in cake decorating. If you didn't know, on Saturday, they did all the nine lo- uh, non-livestock stuff for the kids. And uh, she's in the junior non-livestock. And she won, and there was more than 1,000 
folks who entered. Wow. So, uh, and she, so the non-livestock, this is different categories like probably baked goods or artwork. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, artwork, woodworking, uh, cookies, like they have different, uh, we, we've had a couple people on Friday talk about it, but this is the first time she said she's entered and her cake. How much do you think her cake sold for? 50 bucks. $2,200. What? Yeah. 2000 bucks for a cake. I wonder what it was, it was a chocolate. No, it was snails. It decorates. It oh, looks amazing. It really does. It, it does look amazing. I, you did show me a picture, and I have to agree with Dick on this one. And uh, so shout out also uh, one of my Kiss Me Kate cast members who will remain nameless because he works for another radio station. And so, you know, he's dead to me in that context. But his daughter submitted some artwork for it and got a blue ribbon and a red ribbon, as we were probably we told last night. Do we even know what that means? Uh, honorable mentions. Okay. <laughs> Because, as you know, said, there, there were many, many submissions. But congratulations to all the kids who just submitted something. That's really great. And to the uh, fair, the Montgomery County Fair, for, for having this, for having something for people who may not know how to rope a cow or raise a chicken. So it really is opening up to everyone. And it, it surprised me happily so when I found out the scholarships were open to all students. Not just for each students or oh yeah, FAs. No, there's this is there's way too many kids entering. Like we need to we need to weed them all out. We need we to have know. like a preliminary round. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They have like American Idol. Well, no, I, I we were t I was talking to one of the judges for the non livestock, and, I, and they were they were talking about how many entries of cakes they have, and I was like, there's no way you can eat all those cakes. He's like, no, there's no way. Like we literally we told them each judge gets like two hours, and that's it because they can't stomach any more cakes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, there we go. Congrats to that. And if you didn't hear us earlier, Dick and I, well, actually, the, the well, station will be out there. Well, today, let's let's let folks know today what's going on. Uh, it's Kids Day uh, from 9 to 2 p.m. today. And then uh, right after that, from 9 a.m. is Senior Citizens Day at the Lone Star Convention Center. So if you're over the age of 65 in the county and you're invited to attend, coffee and donuts, uh, king and queen for the day from the Montgomery County Senior Citizens Groups. And then they also have some games I think Bingo is going to be there and all that kind of stuff. That's at the convention center. Mm -hmm. But then around the fairgrounds at 10 a.m. this morning, happening in about 30 minutes, they're doing a market goat show. And then they're going to do the market steer show today at 4. And, of course, everyone's favorite pet parade, which Nathan Arizani's, I believe, emceeing. And that's tonight. At the oh, I thought he was. Uh, I thought he I was, was like was an entrant. Yeah. yeah, I thought they were going to put a leash on. No, him. he. Uh, that's the. That happened at the event tent, and then tonight <laughs> at seven p.m. Clash of the Counties Rodeo Event at the Wood Forest National Bank Arena. Clash of the Counties. Yeah, that sounds hardcore. Is it like Mo Montgomery County versus yeah. Harris or something? It's going to be good. I got twenty on Montgomery County. So, well, actually, I mean the surrounding counties—they're all pretty good. Competitors <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm, I'm true to my, you know, my heart. I mean, if you—I'm just here. saying, if you take a look, go to go to the Courier on the paper. I believe it's, uh, it happened last night. There is a picture of this snail cake. It's unbelievable, and there's several pictures of it. it I don't believe that she made it because she looks too young. But then again, you can't doubt some some prodigy. Did sometimes. mommy help you make that? Well, I mean, she looks proud of it, so I don't know. I mean, like she look. I mean, this thing is really cool looking. I don't know. It, it is, and the the well, the decorative snails don't get turned off. People, it's not escargot flavored. These are icing snails. So it's really creative too. I like the uh, the gardening aspect of a cake and all the grass and how long it took for each strand to be put. Do you think scouts from Cake Wars were out there? You know, the TV show? I mean, show? looking at this quality, there's a good possibility. Do you think they, they, you know, had the secret meeting afterwards? Hey, we'd like to talk to your daughter about being a guest star. 
I don't. Why do people who are secret always talk creepy? Like, why would it's, you choose to do that voice? Robot. Hey, do you uh, do cakes? No, uh... oh, man, that's not what. That's so weird. It's so weird. Don't you have the creepy guy rule book? No, I don't. Oh. But you're listening to Morning's Lone Star. We're going to do our song break. Yeah, the county fair, folks, all week, mcfa.org. Today's a big day for the county fair, and it's free. So if you have time, get out there and uh, do the carnival, do Senior Citizens Day, do the Kids uh, Kids Day, all that stuff if you can, if you're eligible, of course. Uh, you're listening to Mornings with Lone Star here on IRLoneStar.com. We're going to do our music break, and we'll be back after a couple songs. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Hey, hey, we're back on Mornings with Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. He's still Dick. Hey. Hello. That's right. That means I'm still Skippy. Believe it or not, 934 in the morning on a Tuesday, it is tax day. That's true. And you know what tomorrow is? The day after. Rockets playoff game two. Really? Yeah. How'd they do last night? I mean, they did okay. Last night or night before? No, it was uh, on Sunday. That's right. Uh, They played a little sluggish, but they, I mean... The team did. They still won. So that's the, that's the most important part. That's, that's all that matters. You know, so. What do you call the guy that graduates dead bottom of medical school? Doctor. Meaning, doesn't matter how you win, just win. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> hey, a little sad news here. You know that a Harry Anderson passed away. I'm bummed about the that. The Night Court guy? Yeah, the Night Court guy. That's what he was best known as. Yeah. He's funny in that show. He's I'm very I'm funny. surprised he wasn't in a lot more programs. He, well... It, TV was kind of like a second thing for him. He did grow up as like a hustler. He was a magician, and so he did a lot of, of that stuff. Uh, he was when on you say Cheers. hustler and magician, you mean he's a thief? Yeah, he, he would do the whole hustling, you know, hey, you know, for 20 bucks, you know, take people's watches and stuff. Uh, had a very iffy youth, and then he got discovered for television. He played basically that character, his own self, on Cheers, where he played a thieving, conniving um, con man. And that got him onto Night Court. And then after that, he was on a show called Dave's World, based on Dave Barry, the the columnist. So he, he did some stuff. And he was also, if you remember the original It, not you know, not the movie that just came out, but you know, the Stephen yeah. King's The It, but the 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 miniseries version. He played the uh uh Richie. One of the okay. one, one of the, the kids, yeah, one of the boys grows up. So, he, yeah, he had a, a good run, but we haven't heard from him in a while. But, yeah, died young, too, in his 60s. So a little bit of a bummer there. But uh, we wish him best. I'm sure he's cutting them up in the afterlife. Speaking of, uh, speaking of afterlife, uh, scientists are postulating that we have a planet next door to us that may have life on it. Okay. But we- not Mars. Okay. The other one, 
Venus has always been like discounted because the pressure and the temperature is so bad on the surface. Like nothing can survive. Maybe even once upon a time it could have, but now no more. But what they've discovered was that there's some actual temperate areas up high where the mountains go, like in the clouds. Okay. And they say even though that the clouds are pretty much sulfuric acid now, that even here on Earth there are microbes that have survived in equal uh, extreme environments. So I know all gazes are on Mars because it's easier to warm up than it is to cool down. However... Look the other direction. Look at that bright one in the sky. The fr- can you spot Venus in the sky in the no, evening? In the not at all. My 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 I eyes do, always go to it. I can do it. the moon. Well, Venus is always and like the right near it. You know, those are the two. The things sun I and know. the moon. <laughs> I know For those some things. weird reason, I can always spot Orion. Just I look up and it's there. Okay. I, I don't know if that means something, but and to me, I don't see a hunter. I see a bow tie. When I look at Orion. Okay. What do you see? When you look I don't star- see it. That's when you look at the stars, Dick, what do you see? I don't know. Did you, Did you hear about the nerds in Titanic? So Titanic, the movie Titanic, right? Yes. The, the ship sinks. Rose is lying on the door that she refused to share with, with Jack. Yeah. And she's looking up at the stars. When the movie came out, there was just a generic star field up there. All these nerds were, that's not the night sky on April 14th, 1912 at this latitude and longitude. And they caused such a stink that for the the re-release, Cameron actually corrected it, corrected it so it would be the actual stars. Uh, well, I hope they get everything right in Rampage. <laughs> so, because that's important for me, I want to be very upset. So, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he's in Rampage. He's in this one where he's got the the fake leg, a skyscraper. I think skyscraper. they already came and went. Oh, is it already like coming? I mean, I, I have no idea. <laughs> I didn't. If it if if it made it, I didn't see it. I think you were right, uh, listeners who may not have heard that day. Dick was cracking a joke not too long ago about, you know, you got The Rock is in so many movies right now that he just shows up on set going, okay, what movie am I in? Is this the one with the gorilla? Oh, no. Which one with the gorilla? Is this the one in Jumanji or am I in Which is why he, for Skyscraper, his character is missing a leg. That way it kind of sets his mind, oh, that's that character. You think more and more we're going to have The Rock with physical issues i don't know too. i mean like like an eye patch i'm eye well, patch you, well you try to figure out what what career could he mimic and he, he he could be mimicking arnold schwarzenegger in his early prime like in the 80s like do you think there will one day be a uh, a rock movie with a like last uh last action hero where it's all a joke well, I mean, they're all kind of like that. But I mean, where they they make fun of themselves. And did, did you see Last Action know. Hero? I don't really know because his his appeal. I mean, he brings so many people to go. See, people go see his movies. Yeah, and I don't really know. I really don't know where he would go after. Like, is he, would you ever see him going? You know what? I want to earn an Oscar. So he'll start taking those real dramatic roles. He may. Here's the thing: some actors get very comfortable with "this is who I am," and yeah, you know. Well, I mean, I take the. Pick. And if you I want mean, to get serious, go off Broadway for a season. You know, do do something like that. That you know, so like you get your your Star Trek cast members, and that's what they they do. You, you know, well, do they, you do you think The Rock though is one of those people that's just way too big physically? It's he, like when you when you put him in the post. With, you know, Meryl Streep, it's like, hey, she's really tiny compared to this guy. <laughs> well, that could be an issue with his, uh, his, uh, his co-host. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, you, if you look at it, I'm trying to think of other movies where the, the actor is just so physically bigger. Because I know they do a lot of movie magic with Tom Cruise. 
<laughs> yes, and, they do. And but that's like a well-known thing. Tom Cruise is one inch taller than I am. And I'm a, for those who don't know me, I'm short. I'm fun sized. Uh, I am the same height as. <laughs> I'm fun size. Uh, I'm the same and height as Al Pacino and Dustin, uh, Dustin Hoffman and Dudley Moore. We're all the same size, five foot six, which makes Tom Cruise itty bitty. Okay, but yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of. The Rock. Is- uh, Alan Ladd Jr., same thing. He was so short that they would actually dig trenches in the, in the studio lot ground or uh, build up scaffolding. So would there be like walking scenes with his co-stars? He'd be. He'd be, walk, he'd be walking on the scaffolding there, uh-huh. man. Or See, they put her in the trench. That's hilarious. <laughs> Just, guys, embrace the height. Women don't mind. Well, everyone's well, got I their think own it's more of I think it's more of when you think back watching the movie and you're like, oh, Tom Cruise is that short. But every scene, if I remember, he's taller than people. Kind of like Jack Reacher. Because mm-hmm. that movie's kind of like a born identity kind of movie where he's doing all the fancy moves in one take. Mm-hmm. And somehow he always seems to be as tall as everybody. A lot of that's the like what they did in the Lord of the Rings. You know, the, they'll shoot at a slightly off-camera angle to, to get the force perspective. But it, embrace the five foot seven, Tom. Yeah, is there a movie that he has, like Cocktail, maybe? Mm, no. His, his, that, who's his counterpart in that movie? The Australian. It was the shoe. No, the guy. Oh, uh, Brian. Because he's tall. That dude's tall. Yeah, they probably just didn't shoot him a lot next to each other a lot. Yeah, well, he is sitting behind the bar. And Anthony Edwards, uh, you know, Goose in Top Gun uh, was very tall. Interesting. But so Cruz was shorter than him, but not horrendously so. Just embrace it. Short guys can be, you know, Jason Bourne. Well, you know, like Billy Crystal definitely embraced that in his movies. He always kind of, and then the same thing with Woody Allen. They kind of like even make comments about every, every like almost every movie that hears like a joke about their height. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing. You can embrace it. You can or, or work around it. Uh, and it goes the other way with The Rock. Is The Rock too physically big to be seriously considered for not, you know, Space Jam be, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You got to think of the movies that in the past that aren't action oriented, but they have a big guy in it. Well, you know, maybe one day the, the magic happens. They actually come up with a Fantastic Four movie. That is worth anything. Maybe he could be. But that's thing. not Oscar worthy. Well, it could be. No. He's pretty good. Be Iron cool. Man won an he Oscar. He's pretty good and be cool, though. He is cool. We love you, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. We really do. If you listen to Morning's Lone Star, we we'll take a quick sponsored break. We'll be back. Stick around. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002 offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Welcome back. Mornings Lone Star. IRLoneStar.com. Connor's FM 104.5, 106.1. We are Montgomery County's morning radio show. 69 degrees outside. 86 is the high, 62 is the low. It's a beautiful day here in Montgomery County. Feel free to chime in at any time. Morning's Lone Star on Facebook. There you go. Just to give you a complete rundown, The Rock is 6'5". 
He is 6'5". So he's That's tall. He's pretty big. There's no joke about that. So The Rock and Dwayne Johnson are the same height. Now, this is something that's interesting. Bruce Willis and Vin Diesel are the same height. Okay. They're both six foot even. Okay. But but both Vin bald. just presents himself as taller. He's just, I think I would say weight-wise, he's probably got 20 to 30 pounds on him. Right. Uh, Jason Statham and Jean-Claude Van Damme and Sylvester Stallone are all the same height at five foot ten. I, I thought Stallone was shorter, but apparently five ten. I mean, he's not towering over everyone. Uh, not a lot of, uh, of short guys in the action genre, and it's just one of those things. You know, in the movies, you just expect them to be tall. So uh, there are those of us who, who are short that we usually get the comedic roles or, or something. You know, so you have like Jason Alexander or Dudley Moore. You know. Guys that my size, we tend to get, you know, not quite munchkin level roles. Uh, but as you said earlier, because if we're going up against a six foot five actor now, oh, wasn't The Rock in a movie with Kevin Hart? Is that the guy's name? Mm -hmm. Who's like five foot four. So there's like a foot plus difference between those two guys. But again, that's part of the comedy factor of it. And I told you off the air, that's why I loved in Battlestar Galactica, the, the remake. You had the bad guy who, you know, is not a munchkin. But his girlfriend towered over him, especially in heels. And it was a non-issue. You know, the implication is his personality made up for the for the lack of height, I guess. There we I go. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, I don't, I mean, the, the rock of the rampage, I'm excited about it. But, you know, it's just. I just, when I, I saw the, the movie poster and it took me a second to click, it's like, that's the, that's the gorilla ice monster looking one. From the video game. Oh my lord, this is the video game. What what is next? I mean, I saw there's a funny video about shoots and ladders, the movie, you know, from the studio that brought you Battleship. But I always feel like these movies, what they do is the funded this like visual effects team, and they spent so money, so much money on it doing like, say, Lord of the Rings, and they're like, hey, we need to get the money's worth of all this new technology we developed. Maybe we can do a movie for like X amount of dollars because we already have the template for all mm -hmm. the monsters. We just need to uh, film a couple of actors running around buildings and stuff. And That's why I despised the Godzilla remake with Matthew Broderick, the one from the 90s. Yeah, you despised I it. I despised it because the whole purpose was for them to come out with the little Godzillas. You know, the mother Godzilla lays the eggs yeah. and they're in the subway. And if you look, those were the raptors. They use the raptor template from Jurassic Park. Same height, same movement. They just changed the face. And I realized the whole purpose of this movie is they wanted to make money back from, you know, the effects company. It's exactly what they did. They just put a new skin on the existing oh, template. Yeah. And that, that lost. Well, the movie was bad to begin with, but that just totally lost me on that one. But look up back, uh, uh, Terminator 2. No, uh, not Terminator 2, The uh, The Abyss. It was the first one to use the water morphing technology. And then that template James Cameron used in Terminator 2 for the the T, whatever it was, the Robert Patrick's character. Yeah. And so say, again, same template. Sometimes it works. And but how many, how many epic battle scenes? Think about uh what, the name of the company was called WETA, W-E-T-A. That that was the CGI team that Lord of the Rings used for all the the battles. And they actually used AI. On that one, the, each individual, you had like 100,000 creatures fighting, but each one had its own, like, motivation. And when they ran the program, like, a full 40% of them threw down their weapons and ran away. And so they had to change that. 
but think about from Lord of the Rings on how many movies there have been where there have been epic battle scenes because mm-hmm. they got to use that template and make their money back. Or maybe they think people will also want to see those movies more if they could see 100,000 people, you know, it's like a beautiful painting canvas of just a battle. Now, let's flash this back. So what's better? A good CGI, and let's, we can compare it to the Star Wars movies, a good CGI with 100,000 stormtroopers or the, the knowledge of in the final scene of the first Star Wars movie, The New Hope. Half those, when people are standing, when Leah's handing out the... The medals, the yeah. medals, they're cardboard cutouts. There are very few actual actors run in, in there, and to to know that that uh, to me that's part of the appeal of the first Star Wars movie because it, it was based on the old Buck Rogers and Flash Gordon and the old serials like that, and you could see walls that wobbled or stormtroopers bonking their head or or only the same two stormtroopers are, are shooting at you. And then Lucas decided to CGI everything. All of a sudden you have 3 million stormtroopers in, in the room or. That was completely mm. unnecessary. You th- yeah, I agree. Go back to the cardboard cutout. I think I'd love to see a film that is 100%. And I mean a major film of that genre, not a love story, not a, not a rom-com, but like a, a science fiction film that is 100% practical. No, no CGI. You know, the monsters got all prosthetics. But, it, you know, not chintzy. It's, put, all, it's all about the lighting. It's all about whoever's in charge of the lighting. That's all about you, the lighting. It's all in the editing. So, I'm, yeah, Skippy's putting the uh, the call out to people. You know, make a film, science fiction film that's all practical. I think the last one that probably did that was probably Primer. That real acid trip of a time travel zero, movie. Zero, zero. No CGI whatsoever. CGI. Like, pretend think the movie that, was made in 1972. I don't think that's possible now. I don't think, I don't think that's possible. I would I would allow uh, um, like titles, okay. Because in the old days, titles would you know they would actually cut out the lettering and and do negative exposure, white on black, to make it black on white. Well, I think if you watch any other, you know, film festival, forty eight hour festivals, there's not going to be a lot of CGI in those. No, correct. Well, here's the thing: the second they put up a title over it, that's technically CGI because it's computer gra- uh, graphics. But I would let that slide. But as far as effects, you know, yeah. creature effects. Okay. Well, yeah. So when we come back mm-hmm. after the song break, uh, I was seeing that it costs $20,000 to protect Mark Zuckerberg, the guy from Facebook, $20,000 a day. So I have a question for you. What? At what point do you need $20,000 a day to protect you? Good question. Let's talk about it when so we I'm come in, back. I'm interested because, you know, I imagine if you're a CEO or someone that's important, at one point, like, hey, just so you know, it's normal for us to hire the security team for you. I'm like, what, what? It's like, yeah, $20,000 a day, guy. We'll be back. Morning's Lone Star. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5. 106.1. Hello. Welcome back. Mornings with Lone starts already 10 o'clock. 10.03. We're in our second and final hour of our April 17th broadcast. Oh, I shouldn't say the date in case you're listening to this later on on podcast, which we do with our shows. You can also catch us on YouTube when we have special guests and 
We got Instagram. We got Facebook. We got the. Do we have the Twitter yet? Uh, yeah, we have the Twitter. So get uh, get friends with us online on social media. We post stuff throughout the day and night just because we can. We are sponsored by Conroe Coffee, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. Thanks, guys. Uh, you're in good company. We're in good company. Moving on, uh, the weather's getting brighter. It's going to get up to the 80s today, 60s tonight, and then it's going to start moderating high 70s, 80s. I think we're ooching into Texas summer pretty darn quickly. It's here. Yeah. No storms are coming. But, you know, our last segment, we are talking about $20,000 a day to protect Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. And so I was just wondering, what, at what cost do you have to be worth to be justified $20,000 a day? Because I imagine, like, being, uh, like, a senator or whatever governmental role, there's, like, a, a whole system of that. Like, when do you actually reach, oh, I got an armed guard now? Your Secret Service detail. Like our mayor of Connor doesn't have an armed guard, but our Texas senator representative over here does. Does Will Metcalf no. have an armed guard? No, state level does do Senator Creighton. No. Nor does Congressman Brady. So they do, Congressman Brady does not have an armed guard with them. Correct. I mean, I believe you have to be cabinet level. Oh, that's too bad. Like, I'll tell him to work on it then. <laughs> yeah, let's get on that. Uh, because it, it is funny, uh, two questions uh, about that one. I mean, is, I know why Mark Zuckerberg has protection. Like, everyone hates the guy, so. Well, that's the thing. Dick, when you first uh, said you are going to talk about that, I ran some numbers myself. And Zuckerberg spends, or or I don't want to say he personally spends. Here's, do you know what his salary for 2017 was? A dollar. Yes. He's one of those guys that, oh, yeah. I only took a dollar in salary. And you wonder how you can game the system for taxes. There you go, people. Uh, so, you know, the, oh, 1% people suck. Yeah, he's one of them. Anyhow, but $8.8 million was spent last year for his security and travel. Okay. So that 20,000 day racks up pretty quick. And you have to ask, what does he, what does he feel he needs the security for? Now, he, he may, I'm, I'm not making a judgment on your paranoid Mark Zuckerberg. Well, I mean. But 20,000 a day, what does that get you? Well, I imagine it gets you full detail, meaning like there's always one person with you. Mm-hmm. And then it also includes probably someone at your house at all times. So even if you're gone. Okay, you know, there's something called ADT. It's a company that provides. But you know, I mean, I'm just saying a person. Mm-hmm. It's like an actual physical person that's on the property. Because, you know, I babysit for nine bucks an hour. I think I'm should. Well, because, you know, it takes well, it only takes that one time where someone makes a death threat to your wife or something like that. And then we've all seen the bodyguard. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've all seen it. Yeah, unfortunately. And so, I mean, it only takes that one time, and then you're kind of like, all right, let's just hire this team, and then it kind of probably snowballs from there. But it's the same thing. I think about the actors, and, and this is, you know, the irony, and even a, a, the listener pointed this out, that you have uh, the Hollywood elite who, you know, oh, guns are bad, uh, yet they're the, the Academy Awards is a great recent example. The, the big theme was, you know, hands up, don't shoot, whatever. Gun, yeah, all, all that stuff. But they had armed guards outside sniffing the area. Every politician that says, we know, you know, guns need to be banned. Every one of them, you know, there's armed security around them. So it, it, it's kind of funny. Here's some other uh, numbers on Facebook, which kind of surprised me. Uh, do you know what the median salary for a Facebook employee is? I would say at least 70000 
for a uh, an employee. Yeah. Their salary. Are we talking like a tech guy? Or yeah, we just yeah. Talking... Uh, you know, or the receptionist, or I would say. Well, I mean, it's all in California, right? I imagine it's like fifty to seventy thousand. Okay. What is it? Are you going to tell me? I'm going to tell you. Okay. But now this is the median. Now, for those of you who don't know the difference between average and median uh, numbers, I'll, I'll really quick. An average was, let's say, you take 10 different numbers, 40, 50, 45, whatever, okay. and then you add them together and you divide them by the number, and that's your average. The median, it's the number that's chosen. There's an equal number that is less than and more than. So... Here you go. The median salary for a Facebook employee, which means there's many people getting paid less is getting paid more, is $240,000 a year in salary. Forget stock bonuses and stuff. That is 5.5 times the national average. National average for a salary right now for an individual is $44,564. So $240,000 a year. Dude, I'm uh, wow, that's big. Here's another number that's that's odd. Before the whole uh, uh, Cambridge Analytica scandal happened, where people thought, "Hey, they're using our data," there used to be seventy nine percent of people thought that Facebook did a good job at protecting personal data. They were committed to it. Seventy nine percent. You know what that number is now? Post scandal, probably but, zero. Uh, a little bit more, twenty seven percent. So, like overnight, it went from seventy nine percent approval. The twenty-seven percent approval. Well, what, what, what kind of information are you giving Facebook that you're so worried about it being given to somebody else? Because I mean, like, I'm trying to think like what I put in. I think it might be my birthday. I don't put my address in there. But here's the thing: even with your birthday, enough information be given every time. There's one of those darned, "What color Chihuahua are you?" or "What does your star sign Thank tell you about yourself?" You, people are putting in their birth dates, the name of their pets. Uh, their street addresses, everything but the last four digits. But they'll say, what are your favorite? Here's the thing. I, this is a new one. It's got a telephone pad, and each number represents, you know, something good like food, love, sex, whatever. So what do the last four digits of your phone number uh, tell you what you need? People say, oh, food, love, puppies. And, and so you're just giving bad guys the last four digits of your phone number. It's every time that you you know you can build up a profile pretty darned easily uh, on that. So that that's what's funny. People are just going, I'm shocked that they're using my personal information. But when you put that out there, just be cautious, people. If you if you want to put out what you know what color bubble gum you'd be, take take the quiz. But know that um, uh, Mrs. Skippy actually got caught. She did one of those uh, if you could be a tree, what would it be? Quizzes. It started every morning at like six o'clock posting in her name. And we had to, we had to track it down because like the other morning I was working and she was asleep behind me and the phone dinged. And it was like, Christine just posted a new thing. I started talking to her and realized I got snored at in return and realized she was still sleeping on it. And so we, we found out that these things will post in your name. And this was a, a legitimate site. This isn't one of those, those clickbait uh, phishing sites. So funky numbers for Facebook. I kind of took a tangent there, but just uh, $240,000 a year for. That's amazing. For Wow. But, you know, that's Facebook, <laughs> whatever. That's Facebook, yeah, whatever. Well, did, did you see this, uh, The Social Network, the movie? No, I haven't. You should, because it really shows how 
and I'm trying not to sound mean about this, how disconnected Zuckerberg appears to be. Well, that wasn't like, I mean, movies like that I hate because do you think the the dialogue in that movie literally was a dialogue of what Mark Zuckerberg was doing Oh, heck no, time. because the dialogue was written by Aaron Sorkin. So, and his, his that's what I'm saying. Is, so, like, but, the portrayal, is, it's way too easy to be like, oh, that is Mark Zuckerberg. No, 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 and that I agree with. But, I, I mean, just that you have a – because, remember, in college, he formed the Facebook, which is what he called, as an alternative to the am I hot or not site. Yeah. And so, basically – and then he started taking students' information that he wasn't supposed to have and putting them all on. And, there, and so the, the university fought him on that, going, you're using information that's not yours, and that's what started the whole thing. So he's socially inept. He's a doesn't have a lot of boundaries. He, he you know felt greater good. It was worth getting private information that he shouldn't have. And now he's one of the most powerful, rich people in the universe. And you got to ask, do you want that? Do you want him to have that information? I'm telling you, he's, he's a quarter step away from being a Bond villain. Yeah, but I mean, I just, when we're talking about the other shows, like how to weaponize it, I just don't, I don't see it yet. But it wouldn't surprise me at one point, you know, we AI is somehow involved and you're just on a list because you took a quiz and you answered these, you know, behavioral questions differently than other people. And, you know. You, well, can the government one day take that information and say, yo, your memes, your meme postings say that you're mentally unstable. We have to arrest you before you buy a gun and kill people with it is that are we hitting minority report days oh yeah you think so oh yeah but it's always after the fact like if you go to court and they'd be like hey we have all this public information that you've been posting to facebook look you're a bad person we yeah got you. and you're right it's already happening it's Let's already happening what i went through with the tsa just getting on an airplane i can guarantee you my belt because i had to take off my belt to walk yeah. through, but I had another belt in my bag that I was carrying on. There's no reason to take off belt or shoes. I had an extra pair of shoes in the bag. You know, or I can, but they can scan that though. They can scan as I walk through the scanner. I did the full body scanner. They can scan all these things. Maybe it's illusional safety. It is illusional safety because I guarantee you, and I'm about to get put on a watch list as I say this, the 3.4 ounce liquid maximum. I can guarantee if you really wanted to make something right, blow we're up. we're going to talk about that. We're going to take a quick break. Morning's Lone Star. Say thanks to our sponsors. We will be right back. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour.
eyes start to napping. You walk into the room with them jaws are flapping. You keep that motor mouth moving morning, noon, and night. You keep on talking, baby, make my hair turn white. You talk too much. Hey, 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 we're back. Warnings with Lone Starts. 1018 already. Temperatures inching up into the 80s already. Oh, my goodness. Author Dick and I are solving the world's problems oh, one easy. step at a time. Yeah. Having great conversations. Now, this is like next year something we're going to be like uh, live YouTubing or something. We got to get let people see what's behind the scenes. What are you saying? Uh, that we're going to have like a uh, have live TV uh, yeah. version of us. Uh, we should keep the cameras going off the air because we get some great conversations going, uh, talking about uh, cosmetics and, and and safety. The illusion that Dick said is the illusion uh, of safety. Uh, you know, I pointed out that what we have to go through with TSA is doesn't make sense. You, you know, you can have three ounces of liquid that can do damage as well as three point five ounces. So it's an arbitrary figure. Um, your belt. I'm not going to strangle anyone with the belt I'm wearing or the one in my backpack kind of thing. It's it's all reactive and it's all cosmetic. It's, it's a given illusion. Some guy put uh, uh, a kerosene and a match in his shoe. Now we all have to take off our shoes. Shortly after that, somebody hits the same thing in their underwear. Thankfully, we don't have to show our underwear. And here's the most telling thing. You know, you have what's called TSA pre-check now, which is if you pay a nominal fee, you get to avoid all of this, which means it is just like your speed trap in a small town money-making venture it's less concerned with safety because i can pay my fee and 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 get on and not be a good person <laughs> i'm trying to figure out how to phrase that uh so yeah we were talking about that how it even leads to how are you going to stop these things at schools you know the clear backpacks at schools same basic premise will that stop violence a metal detector can only do so much there are too many weapons that are ceramic based guns and knives so no easy answers to this. We'd love to have the conversation going. Add your voice to the conversation, 936-647-3776. Hit us up on Facebook or uh, the website directly or call Dick on his private cell. So what's interesting is uh, when I had jury duty, they warned us to show up 30 minutes early because of the security. Yeah, you were talking off the air about how it's harder almost to get through the courthouse than it is to get through an airport. Yeah. From my experience, because mm -hmm. doing the uh, airport thing, they kind of seem how to have it. They have kind of like a turn turntable kind of thing. Like, just come on, come on, come on. Yeah, they got it down to this, this yeah. beep, beep. You know, you scan your boarding pass, and they're telling you beforehand, dunk the water now. Everyone have their own boarding pass. Take your shoes off here. So it, it was smooth. Uh, the, the Friday flight, uh, we were only in line for maybe 20 minutes or so, which wasn't that bad, considering it was 5 o'clock on a— Friday afternoon, mm -hmm. the third largest city uh, airport in the world. Yeah. So yeah. I don't mind it. I don't. I don't think it's a big it? deal. Are you guys gonna when you and Holly go honeymooning? Are you gonna fly? Oh, I have no idea. I'm letting her decide that. Uh oh. <laughs> okay. So. Why? Why do you say uh oh? You're putting the honeymoon in the in the hands of the of no. See, the wedding day is hers. The honeymoon's supposed to be yours. Now, did she say she wanted to take care of the honeymoon? Because you may want to check with us. She may be expecting you to be doing it. Because her day's the the wedding day. That's true. You're gonna have to, you know. That's true. You have to do something more than just a bachelor party. Just saying. I'm trying to give you the benefit of my multi-divorced wisdom here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll look into it. I'll make yeah, sure. Look into it. I'll just, make sure the people listening right now know exactly what's going on. Ask. 
Uh, oh, uh, we found out that t- we're talking local politics earlier, yeah. and there's a deadline coming up for the uh, Oh, yeah, so I was uh, I had to look this up because I want to make sure people who haven't registered to vote can register to vote. Well, you're t- it's too late for the joint elections on May 5th in Conroe, but for the primary runoff elections on May 22nd, you have till April 23rd. Basically, you have till Monday to register. Uh, mctx.org slash election will get you all the right information, where to go and how to do it. So you can, so. even though, even if you didn't vote for the original primary that uh, ended up in this runoff for two different county commissioner races, you can still vote for your candidate then. So, yeah, by Monday, April 23rd, make sure to register to vote. And it's just good to have it. That way you're not scrambling afterwards. Just always make sure you uh, keep your registration going. And so that's that. Uh, we'd like, we'd still love to have some candidates come on the air and talk. And I know as we get closer to November, that'll happen. But we got enough runoffs and local elections. Uh, uh, Montgomery has some elections coming up as well. So candidates, if you're listening, give us a call. Come to our booking site and uh, get on the air. Tell us about your platform and why you feel people should vote for you. Yeah, you can't convince me. <laughs> okay, I know this is going to get weird, and I want to know more from your perspective because you, you seem to know a little bit more about politics and stuff. Why is everyone talking about Sean Hannity right now? Okay. Like, it was all over the social media, and I'm like, man, is he, did he get fired? Was it nope. con- like, did he get caught with a woman? Nope. And so why are people talking about him? <laughs> because a lawyer said that, that Hannity was his client. Okay. That's it, literally. Michael Cohen was the Trump oh yeah okay guy. yeah the guy got you know he, infiltrated yeah it came out that there were three people he'd given legal advice to um and there was a so what's the, the big deal two. what's what's the big in my opinion objectively what's none. the big deal objectively it's not if there was anyone else in the universe that wouldn't care what happened was the judge forced the lawyer's representative to name the unnamed he said we have a third client. Who wishes to remain anonymous? Okay. Judge forced him saying, "No, you don't. You don't have that choice. You have to name this person in open court, not even in chambers, in open court, right here, right now, or I'll hold you in contempt." So the representative said, "Okay, the client's Sean Hannity." And everyone's like, "Oh, he must be. You know, she's throwing devils. Must have so slept he, with he, him too." Yeah, he probably paid off. He probably, probably had oh, a fair. He was because I tuned into Hannity that day, and what he was saying was. He's a friend of mine for years, and it's true. Cohen has been a friend of Hannity for years. They've talked shop. He's like, I've asked some legal advice. I've never retained him. And I figure, you know, what we talk about is privileged. And it is. Even if you don't hire a lawyer, if you talk to a lawyer, that is privileged conversation. Okay. Even if you're— So it's a no big— uh, It's, it's oh, yeah, in my opinion, it's nothing. I was nothing, really but excited people about look, it. Yeah, people look—because that's what the frenzy is being built up. Oh, why would Hannity want to be kept— Because it's none of your damn business. Do you, you know, would you like it if a lawyer was forced to admit all of his clients, his or her clients, in open court for everyone to hear? And this came on the heels of Cohen's legal team was saying before the other side goes through all the documents that they rated, we'd like the chance to go through them to make sure there's nothing that could, you know, that's improper. Mm -hmm. And this judge, same judge who incidentally is known for having extramarital affairs herself. This is funny. Well, Look don't it up. you don't have to say that. Well, what I'm saying is, is that, that the really? whole, ah, see, Hannity must have slept with someone. Thankfully, this judge is trying to get to the bottom of it. No, it's 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 non-issue. I raised it to show what a non-issue it is. It doesn't matter. 
That's really. I'm just. I'm just saying. It was really strange to see the surge, and I was like, "Really?" That's what it was all about. It's his name. This a lawyer had to say in open court, "John Hannity is my client," and the Hannity saying, "No, I'm really not. I never paid him. It was just we talked about stuff. I mean, we talked it wasn't about, about Stormy Daniels. It could have been about real. In fact, what Hannity said was, "We talked real estate stuff." Okay. But when he's latching on because it's, it's just, oh, we got something. Think of the, this is all coming from the steel document, the steel dossier about Trump with prostitutes in Russia urinating on a bed. That was been largely, I don't think anyone believes it anymore. And as a result, Comey, uh, I don't want to get political on this. So I'm going to say Comey's like pre-book tour is going on now. Take the fact that he was a former FBI director out of it. Let's say he's a fired employee who writes a book about his ex-boss and is going over and just saying, I rock and he just is horrible. I rock and he sucks. That's what this is. And no one would give it any credence whatsoever. Let's say, you know, the, the vice president of McDonald's got fired for doing something and something wrong. Because remember, Comey actually leaked classified information to the media. This is an established fact. In most worlds, this would be a felony. But he's trying, it's, it's a, it's a, uh, a PR tour right now. So take him out of it. Take politics and government out of it. Would anyone else get this kind of airplay? Oh, I have no idea. Absolutely not. They, they'd be reviled. And in fact, right now, the Clinton camp is really upset with Comey. Because the more Comey talks, where he said, I purposely uh, talked about the investigation, the email investigation just before the, the election day, because I knew she was going to win and I didn't want it hanging over her head. Well, now the Clinton camp is basically saying, shut up. First off, you just implied that if you didn't think she was going to win, you would have sat on it, sat on information. So the more he talks, the more everyone's getting upset. But again, I say the same thing with Fifty Shades of Grey. If he were a night janitor at McDonald's, would he be cool? Or would he be a creepy guy with the sex dungeon? Well, he's not creepy. You don't think so? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he's creepy. <laughs> he's creepy. We got to take a break. Okay. When we come back, we're going to have a bunch of events to cover because there is a lot going on between now and this weekend. We got the fair. We got the Ironman. We got uh, San Jacinto Day over at Spirit Texas Bank. Wow. And uh, we also got some other things. So we're going to be kind of focusing on that. So uh, make sure to stick around. We got a music break now, though. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. And you talk to Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. Welcome back, 1038. We're uh, getting close to bringing this plane in for final approach for our Tuesday broadcast. It is 1038. That is right. Weather, 74 degrees. Going to go up another 11 degrees. Only a 1% chance of rain today. Uh, some clouds tonight and cloudy tomorrow with a high of 80. So make your plans accordingly, people. Only 1% chance of rain, and there's to go out and do something. I'm looking out the uh, the window, and I see the tree rustling in the breeze out there. Winds are kind of kicking up. 
but I did tell you yesterday about how one of the reasons my flight was delayed was the winds in Albuquerque were so bad that they exceeded the plane's rated safety capabilities. I, I, think about how bad the wind has to be for that to happen. Either that or how flimsy an airplane is nowadays. Not not comforting on either thought. <laughs> because it's funny. I, I did talk about how, you know, flying out in those the storms and, and winds, I felt United really did it right. You know, they made sure I've been getting follow-up emails from personnel and and asking how they could improve. Uh, meanwhile, I believe it was the same system, a Southwest flight. Uh, they had passengers just going bonkers on social media. The pilot was trying to land through a thunderstorm and he had to abort uh, the, the landing and, and land elsewhere. But the reports where they were all screaming and crying and convinced they were going to die and sending out texts to their loved ones. And basically, it's going to be a class action suit against Southwest. They're like, why did he have to try to land? We're all hurting. And I'm, I'm laughing at that because we were in the same situation and we were able to handle it. You know, our takeoffs and landing were pretty rough, but the pilot let us know, listen, this is what it is. This is We're, we're going to be fine. Um, he, he actually had some good advice. He said, if you close your eyes and just convince yourself you're in a car, the movement you feel will feel just like you're in a car. Even dropping, you know, hitting a pothole or something. And, and it really works. So none of us were crying like little girls about, oh, we're going to die. But Southwest, poor Southwest flight uh, had apparently a plane full of real crybabies. I don't know. Maybe it was worse than, than I'm, I'm led to believe. But everyone survived. Funny how that happened. Do you think uh, flying, people, more people would fly if there was more of a risk? Well, yeah, it's very risky to be up in the air. That's what I'm saying. With well, the second that uh, space... Well, I'm in, like, considerably risky. Think about the number of people who would sign up to go up into to the moon or space station or something. If they open it up to the public, the, the waiting list would be 10 miles long. Okay. Uh, yeah, people wouldn't wouldn't care. But we'll say, like, what do you think... What are the odds right now to be in an, an airplane accident while in the air? Oh, probably pretty, 50 million pretty to one, low, probably, right? Pretty yeah. low, so say it's 50 million to one. What would you say if it was like one in 10,000? Do you think more people, like, do you think people would still do it? I think people would still fly, but um, the other modes of transportation would be open too. Think about it. The The reason we don't have airships is pretty much because of the Hindenburg disaster. And, I, and there was a TV show called Fringe, which yes. had an alternate Earth. And on that alternate Earth, apparently the Hindenburg never happened because... Uh, dirigibles, airships, were the primary mode of transportation, not airplanes. But they had rockets still to go to the moon. Okay. All right. Was that is that what you wanted to talk about? Yeah, I was looking up the odds of um, the odds of a plane crash are one for every one point two million flights, with odds of dying one in eleven million. Now, here's the thing: your chances of dying in a car or traffic accident, one in. Take a guess. 750. Nope, 5,000. Okay. But so think about it. It's You have a 1 in 5,000 chance of oh, dying, that's what I'm of dying like, in a car still, Yeah, we still get in a car. But 1 in 11 million chance of getting in, dying in an airplane. <laughs> so, And it's funny because you've heard me say this many times. No, you know, the news doesn't talk about the 5,000 flights that landed safely today. Well, until yesterday when I saw the headline about these, these passengers whining that they were going to die and nothing, you know, the plane landed safely. Nothing happened, but it was all over the headlines. Yeah. I died a little on the inside. Well, you know, we were talking about uh, events. It is Tuesday, so mm -hmm. everyone's gearing up for their weekend. Uh, probably 
the three biggest events happening this weekend are going to be the county fair, of course. And then the Woodlands Area Chamber of Commerce is actually doing a cool thing out at Hughes Landing on, uh, I believe it's Saturday. Uh, they're going to be doing a wellness and fitness expo. And they're featuring local vendors, and it's free for the public. Nice. Uh, you can go from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Hughes Landing. They're having basically a showcase of di- the different fitness groups. And what uh, to give you an idea, from like at 9.30, they're doing cardio and strength training with Delta Life Fitness. We know those guys. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they have kickboxing with round nine or nine rounds. Mm-hmm. And then they're doing Zumba with Gold's Gym. And then uh, all de- they're kind of play- like showing different people around the – Conroe area or Woodlands area about fitness and stuff. So if you're a fitness weirdo and don't want to pay any money, they're doing that. Well, the timing's good because the Ironman triathlon is, is coming that up. day too. Isn't it that day? It's, it's the, the 21st, right? I believe the it's the 22nd. I think it's the day before. So it's Sunday. Uh-huh. No, I'm pretty sure. No, it is. It's the uh, it's the day after the clay shoot for next week. Right. So it's the 28th. That's there what it is. Go. But another thing going on that's actually really neat is the San Jacinto Day celebration honoring uh, Dr. Don Stockton, who is now retiring as the superintendent of the Conroe ISD mm-hmm. and other things like that, presented by the Spirit of Texas Bank. So from Friday, April 20th, if you want to go out, I believe it's a free event. It starts at 6 p.m. They're going to have a live music. They're going to give you an update on the Yellow LeBros Theater, but they're also going to be honoring Dr. Don Stockton. And uh, they're going to have retired special guest, retired Tommy Sheriff Tommy Gage, and uh, and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be celebrating San Jacinto Day at Spirit of Texas Bank. How cool! Lots of good stuff so, happening. Look mm-hmm. at that. And hey, if you get hungry during one of these outdoor events, or maybe you don't know where you are exactly, Domino's has just started this whole new venture. Uh, this is wonderful news. Are you ready for it, Dick? I'm ready. Okay, they have added. 150,000 what they're calling hotspots, which are areas that may not have an address, but like outside a monument or in a city park or on this bench or at this area where it's on a traditional business or, or residence address. You go to the app, you order your pizza, you find, you know, the GPS will find out where your nearest hotspot is. It may be right where you're sitting on the grass in the middle of Herman Park or something or a trail at, a, at the Arboretum. They will deliver to you there. So 150,000 new areas. That That's some seriously good marketing right there. Think about it. I'm hungry for a pizza, but I'm not at home or work. Domino's won't deliver to me. Now they will. So think about all these events you could be going to. Hey, it might be a Domino's hotspot. Check it out. That's interesting. I never knew that. Yeah. I didn't know that was an issue. Well, they ask you, know, what's your address? Even if you go online and uh, you got to okay. say, I'm here. And I, right. It's I kind of on the, on the Uber model or the, yeah. the Lyft model where the, they'll... Could you actually set your location and right. all that stuff? Right, the yeah. car will drive to where your phone is. Good deal. Yeah. Well, we're going to do a sponsor break. We'll be back with more Mornings Lone Star. Stick around. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. 
go to mouth moving morning, noon, and night. You keep on talking, baby, make my hair turn white. You talk too much. Hello, 10.49 in the morning. We're starting to come into a final approach for this morning's episode of Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. We're still who we say we are, I promise. Hey, got some bad news for koalas out there. Not only are you like on an endangered species list because of uh, your habitations are getting uh, overrun by uh, urban sprawl down in uh, Australia, but apparently some of your populations have a chlamydia infection rate of up to 100%. That's not good. And it goes beyond just passing out, you know, koala prophylactics, I guess, to these guys and teaching them how to use them. It's, uh, uh, there, are, there are many reasons why this is going down. And uh, it's, it's, it's kind of sad. Uh, uh, part of it is the koala's diet, what they eat before, you know, because they eat eucalyptus leaves as they grow up. But the first thing they eat as kids, the little koala puppies, is uh, their mom's uh, fecal matter. Uh, we've all mom, been there. Poopy, yeah, we've, we've all, we've all done there. it. Well, apparently that helps knock down their immune system. And they say that, you know, koalas, everyone tries to pick up a koala and hug on it, and that stresses the koala out, and this actually has severe health effects on it. So you got to feel for these koalas, man. Uh, they, they Getting wiped out It'll by a social disease, out. you think? It'll work itself out. Well, they can't do, uh, they tried doing antibiotics. I mean, they found out that the antibiotics were killing the ability for the koalas to actually eat eucalyptus leaves, which is what they eat. So they're, they're trying to find new regimens. So I don't want to end on that note. It's just, you know, our hearts are Thank going you. out to you, uh, koalas. Uh, you know, we, we'll be sending our thoughts and prayers your way and hope that you'll overcome this chlamydia outbreak. But we got to find another headline that's just a little bit better than that. Because uh, I, I don't want to end today's dig. Don't let me end today's show on on koala venereal diseases. Well, you know, I do want to let people know we do have a couple guests this week. And so if you want to mark the calendars or follow us on Facebook, I believe on Thursday, we're going to have the folks f- coming in talking about the Woodland Spring Market mm-hmm. event that's going to be benefiting the Montgomery County Youth Services. And that takes place again this weekend, another big event this weekend from 11 to 4 at uh, St. Simon and Jude Catholic Church in the Woodlands. Uh, we're going to have a guest in there in the studio on Thursday about that. And I kid you, I'm not kidding you, and there's two way too many events this weekend and next weekend. Because next weekend, you know what else is happening? What's happening? Is Kids Fest in Conroe. Mm. And so Conroe will be taken over by kids. Uh, it's happening all day Saturday, pretty much. Uh, they gave me a little PR thing. It says the city of Conroe invites you and your family to Conroe Kids Fest on Saturday, April 12th from 11 or 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. in downtown Conroe. Uh, it's a free event for all of the public, and there's truly something for everyone. More information can be found at cityofconroe.org. There you go. But outside that, uh, if you're listening to today's show, it will be available on podcast tonight at 8 p.m. or just visit us on our website, irlonestar.com slash MWLS. And it was good seeing you today, Sean. I look Dick, forward to tomorrow's, good. right? That's right. You betcha. And uh, hopefully we'll have a little bit more input from you guys. Just visit us on facebook.com slash MWLonestar. We are a weekly morning radio show, so stick around. we got great programming today on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. Uh, again, we'll see you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m.
Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12, Our City TV, and Conroe, or Channel 21, KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.